we go. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. I got audio now. Fantastic. Ah, that's good. Uh, yeah, audio is always good to OBS, have. OBS, OBS <laughs> wasn't showing my audio. I was like, oh, no. I don't have ah. audio. Shit. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that can be unfortunate. Yeah, especially when we didn't uh, do a show <laughs> last week. Well, we did a show, but it wasn't our show. Well, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't our show. It was uh, a very different show, which I'll have a link to in the description of this episode uh, that you can go mm -hmm. watch where me and CD don't hijack someone else's show, but uh, we add our own flavor of spice to the episode of their show. And we might be back in, what, 99? They might have us back 99 episodes, I think. <laughs> Pete, Pete might have me back on the show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, something like 99, 199, yeah, something like that. Something, something, something like that. We talked a lot about Sony. So that was a, uh -huh. an interesting conversation to have. We don't get to have those yeah. kind of conversations all too often. Recording. All right. Uh -huh. Fair enough. I fixed it. It's fine. It's fixed. Nice. The problem is fixed. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, yeah, that was a thing. That was, that, uh -huh. was our, that was our lack of show last week. I would say I've had a lot going on this week for myself, but that would be a lie. Um, <laughs> I, I've accomplished uh, the minimum, the bare, the bare minimum of accomplishment that I could possibly do in a week to make sure mm -hmm. I don't miss a day on my channel. That is what I've accomplished this week, is a bare minimum. Like... Ah. The, the very bare, lowest tier amount of effort and work I could ever accomplish in a week. That is what I accomplished. Hmm. Not, a, not a great week. Have, oh, did you... You probably saw on my Twitter about how GameStop is now like uh, one for four on me getting my pre-orders. Uh, no, I actually missed that. So Trails of Trails from Zero came out, and I pre-ordered a, a physical mm -hmm. copy of the Switch and the PS4 version, and they didn't mm -hmm. have it. They did. They, yeah. their, their copies never that came much, in. Yeah, that, okay, so that was the state last week, and it's still that same. Okay. I still haven't gotten that one. And then huh, last, last week on Tuesday, Shredder's Revenge came huh. out physically. They didn't have oh, that right. one either. <laughs> They still hadn't yeah. got. They hadn't gotten that one. So now I have three games mm. tied up with them that they don't have, and the the manager there is like, I don't have them. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have them? He goes, cool. I don't. I don't have them. I'm like, but I want them. He goes, uh, yeah, I know. I don't have them. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, look, um, I'll just give you a discount on them <laughs> to make up for this. But I don't. I don't have them. I'm like, when are you getting them? He goes, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> uh, the the only the only I've only gotten in the last like few weeks. I've only picked up one game from them that I pre-ordered that they've actually had. Oh, ah yes. This is mm -hmm. it. This is the only game I've pre-ordered from them that I walked into the hmm. store and they had when it came out. This. This is it. This is all I've gotten from them. Everything else I don't have. I don't huh. have my two cop I don't have my two versions of Trails from Zero. I don't have my physical copy of Shredder's Revenge. They don't have that either. Mm -hmm. uh, they told me they huh. would call me and leave me a message when my games finally did come in. Uh, they still haven't, so that's that's. Watch out for that in episode fifty. Yeah, so this might be that case of uh, like six months from now they call me and tell me they have my games. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What games? 
It's gonna be that <laughs> gonna be that heritage auction uh-huh. situation where they <laughs> it takes them like a year to get me my game. Mm-hmm. Sounds they, like fun. They tried to talk me out of it too. They really did. They tried. They're like, ah. they're like, we'll give you back your money. And uh-huh. I'm like, I don't want my money. And they're like, what? I'm like, this isn't about the money. This is about you giving me what I paid for. They're like, we don't <laughs> know when we'll get it. That's fine. I'll wait. <laughs> I'm patient. I'll wait. But one way or another, you are giving me what I paid for. <laughs> That's how this works. We, Sooner or later. We live in a capitalistic society, sir. I gave you money. Therefore, you give me what I asked for. So you you, you, you were going to give me my video games. <laughs> Oh, they're not happy with about that one though. They thought that was be, being a little bit uh I mean that means more effort for them, so yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't care. I don't I don't care. You work sure. there. That's on you, not on me. Yep. I didn't choose to work. I, I, I don't yep. I don't choose to work there anymore, so <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hand wave off your company's <laughs> bad business bad your your company's bad choices. Mm-hmm. So uh that is that has been what's happened so far. I still don't have my games. I'm waiting for my games and they're going to give me my yep. games. Uh other than that, I wish I had more to tell you. I think I uh I showed you on uh Discord that I was playing Final Fantasy V mm-hmm. uh, via yes. my analog my uh analog super NT. Uh that mm-hmm. I would I want to I want a repro card of that honestly, mm-hmm. but the analog NT also, analog super NT also plays ROMs, so I've been using it as a ROM. Cause that's good use for them. Yeah, they they let you play. So ROM. you have uh, just an SD card that you slot in, and then you have the yep stuff on there. Yeah, mm. nice. So it plays the ROM, perfect. Honestly, fucking that's good. Yeah, so I've been playing that, and then I booted up my copy of Chrono Trigger for for the playthrough mm-hmm. I'm working on. So that's mm. also been a thing yes. I've been working on. Some some high-res, crispy pixel SNES action. You know, I'm all about my pixels. Yeah. All about my pixels. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And that's about <laughs> it. That's about it. I got nothing else for mm. you. you all right. Oh, uh, speaking of high-res pixels. <laughs> yeah. Well, not so much high-res, but... I've uh, since last time, uh, last week, when we had the other show, I was talking about the Sam and Max adventure that I played through. And well, I decided to continue with adventures and the like, just older games. Yeah. So I set up uh, in Launchbox uh, some of the older DOS games that I have. Especially uh, a few older advert games, like those are advertisement games hmm. that I have from back then. Because at the time, that was still a bit more widespread in comparison to today, I think. There are still some games like that where some companies make a game, spread it for free, or even paid for back then, like... Uh, some commercially available ones were, um, well, obviously the one with um, the uh, Noid, 
or yeah. the um I'm thinking Pepsi Man. Yeah, Pepsi Man, for example, or that uh Kool-Aid Man or other stuff. Uh the one with the uh I don't remember the name. It was uh with the ant that uh had to ah pushover. Yeah, pushover where you had the ant that had to push over though uh, differently colored um, stones that were, I think, yellow and red. Yeah. Which was, from what I gathered, also an advertisement game for some product. I don't know what exactly for. At Back in the day when I read about it in, uh, in magazines, I didn't get that it was a advertisement game, but relatively recently I read something about it. And yeah, apparently that was also an advertisement game. And what I specifically played was uh, one for a bank over here that was around in the 90s. Uh, it's a point-and-click adventure that's called Captain Sins. Uh, it's essentially you get uh, the main character gets digita digitized by a weird professor into a computer system. And... There, he essentially becomes a hero program that uh, has to rescue uh, some uh, financial business-related things. Because <laughs> there's there's a, some evil entity called Mr. Money that's trying to, uh, well, not quite take over the world, but take over all of Earth's money. And yeah, you have to do some stuff to fix that and it's all a bit sprinkled in with advertisements of different products from the bank but it's decently done relatively short but it was decent nice. obviously no english version of it available just german but yeah and that was one thing that i played I set up a few other adventures that I'm going to play in the future as well. But the other one that I played was an action adventure, an older game called Veil of Darkness, mm. which is an interesting, an interesting one. I it was back in the day that was uh, the company made a few similar games like that where you have the it's an isometric view and you have essentially a character that you either control with the keyboard or with mouse and keyboard and in this one it's essentially you crash land in a valley that's somewhere isolated and it turns out yeah you can't leave the valley unless you uh fix a curse uh that's on the valley because hmm. there's also a uh a vampire there that's um, terrorizing the people. As there usually is. All right, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and apparently there's a prophecy that uh, tells of a man that crashes down with a metal bird. And yeah, hmm. Seems like uh, seems the like main character is the one. Seems like seems like this is a job for somebody else. That's what this. <laughs> that's what this seems like. <laughs> That was actually the instinct of the main character as well. Like, I'm out of here. But, well, turns out that's not that easy to do. Because, for one, the whole valley is surrounded by mountains. 
and when he goes to the crash site of his plane, the plane is gone mm. entirely. They apparently, yep, they moved it away, just like that. As you do. As you Oops. Do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, given that there aren't really any heavy machinery around there, yeah, um, I think there's some other stuff at play there. Damn. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. I did play that one back in the day, uh, around '96, when it, I got it as a free version, full version, from a magazine back then. And it was still fun back then, and it's still fun now so far. That's good. Nice, mm -hmm. nice, nice to see when old games that you found fun when you were younger, you still find fun now. Because there's plenty of them that I found fun when I was mm -hmm. younger, and then I go back and play them now, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah. that! That was not fun." Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? Uh, yeah. Why did I play this? Why did I find this fun? Um, like hmm. every Sega Sonic game except for Sonic Three, mm -hmm. I don't find. Ah. Sonic Three mm -hmm. was one I was like the only Sonic game I owned as a kid. And I mm -hmm. was like, I got really good at beating that game. Like, really good at it. So when I mm -hmm. went back when I was older and played, like, Sonic 1 and 2, I'm like, I don't I don't see what the... Uh, I don't get it. Mm. I don't understand why people hold these games in such high esteem. But then I went back and played Sonic 3, and I'm like, man, this game mm -hmm. is still fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, Sonic mm. 3, this game is fucking awesome. God. So. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the first one was obviously much more. Yeah, I guess experimental. It was their first. It yeah. was their first try at the whole thing, so it's bound to improve from game to game if the team is good at it. Yeah, so that uh, that was a thing. Mm. Yeah, and uh, in terms of the uh, pixel thing, I've also. Uh, because these games run through RetroArch, and they have the possibility to apply CRT shaders. Yeah, RetroArch is pretty awesome. Which is, yeah, quite nice. Yeah. I've noticed with these, especially CRT Easy Mode uh, works best. Nice. Yeah. With higher resolutions, apparently CRT Royale is supposed to work better, but with these games, um, that one doesn't make it look as good and in certain screens it uh gives it a bit of a wobble which ah, doesn't so... quite yeah, no mm -mm. but yeah with crt easy mode it looks quite nice yeah i i mentioned like the crt as a medium of playing games back in the day it hid mm -hmm. a lot of the imperfections these games had especially once you take away like when you take it away from those older mm -hmm. games, since CRTs are no longer used, yeah, some of these mm -hmm. games don't look all that great anymore. That CRT yeah. technology really did cover up a lot of the the oddities. I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's really as much covering it up. By they used the CRT uh, techni technology to improve on their low resolution yeah. images, because. Just the whole dithering effects and all. They did use that to make the games look better with uh, with a CRT. Yeah, that was 
that was the big one dithering mm-hmm. uh because yeah. final fantasy 9 in particular final fantasy 9 in particular used dithering like a motherfucker mm-hmm. um that was actually a big problem i had because i couldn't figure mm-hmm. out which version of 9 i wanted to do when i originally played it for my channel because i was like ah. do mm-hmm. i want to play like do i want to play the older version through retroarch and then I would see it, and I'm like, eh. And then I'm like, do I want to play the newer version? But then I realized they updated uh-huh. the newer version to make the menus not look so ugly. Because I don't know if uh-huh. you saw the remastered versions of the menus, the battle menus for 9, initially were not that appealing. They they looked more like touchscreen I menus. I was about to say they probably looked very close to what would be on a mobile device. Like you just have those uh, elements just ported one to one from Android or iOS. Yeah, they they inevitably exactly did the same. they did fix them so they were way more mm-hmm. tolerable. Good. That's good. But uh, yeah, the dithering kind of drove me nuts. Cause, mm-hmm. God, this does not look right, and I'm like, oh, I know why it yeah. doesn't look right. And like, mm-hmm. if you remove the dithering, it causes all kinds of weird artifacts and other uh-huh. things because emulators will let you remove it. Don't do that. Don't yeah. don't do that. <laughs> it's tempting to try it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Using stuff like the CRT shaders with RetroArch and even adding stuff like the Mega Bezel, which uh, that makes it look quite nice. Hmm, okay. That adds bezels and in parts those bezels even have additional effects like uh, fi- uh like essentially you see uh see the image of the game in the bezel like mirrored and all as you would in a real uh in a real bezel yeah yeah this can look really nice good shit mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah you know it's good to, it's good to feel good before we actually start the show you know that right it's, <laughs> it's good to feel good before. all downhill from yeah here. it's good to feel good before you start the show doesn't it, it feels good you feel all nice and warm and fuzzy and shit yeah because you know some real shit's about to pop off in a little bit yeah, yeah. everybody uh as you may or may not know uh, i have a history on this show of enjoying twitch culture uh, I am do not participate in Twitch culture. Enjoying, yeah, I don't participate in Twitch culture. Uh, I am far, I am removed from the culture, but I treat it kind of like you treat a National Geographic uh, documentary. You know, I'm sitting on the outside on my lawn chair with a pair of binoculars, looking from a distance at the vast wasteland that is twitch and i'm just taking you're the, in the... you're the person if you're the personification of the joker eating popcorn gif yeah i'm taking it all in <laughs> well this was back when was the when did this this was uh october 9th when this was originally dropped uh during twitchcon mm-hmm. which uh was kind of a trash fire nightmare on its own merit uh everything from super long lines to the convention hall in the convention itself being basically inaccessible to people with needs, with special needs to be able to get in. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all those things that you would just expect, all the things you would expect that they would be mindful of, given Twitch. I feel like Twitch mm-hmm. themselves would maybe have taken some consideration to this. 
Uh, but they didn't that they pride themselves on being a progressive platform. Yeah, uh, but they didn't. No, they didn't. Mm. So I need to preface what I'm about to talk about by saying that I was not following TwitchCon. I was minding my own fucking mm. business at home, not giving a shit about TwitchCon. And then a video dropped on Twitter. And mm-hmm. holy shit. So they yeah. they had a phone pick. To to before before we talk about that specific one, uh, just add to preface it um does dashcon ring a bell Ooh. <laughs> mm. not nicer not nice <laughs> i know <laughs> god damn absolutely it. intended oh fantastic <laughs> so uh, a video dropped on twitter uh-huh. Oh dear, this video. Yeah. Um, so TwitchCon had a uh, had a a foam pit that you could jump into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which apparently was done by Lenovo, from what I've heard. So if you've ever jumped into a ball pit in your childhood or a foam pit in your adulthood, usually the pit is about five to six feet deep, filled with mm-hmm. foam. And other assorted things, so that when you jump in, the uh, uh, you know, just you land on the foam, and yeah, you land on the yeah. foam, and you're fuck, you're fucking fine. Uh, there's a yeah. reason why they're usually five to six feet deep because an average person mm. is going to weigh a decent amount, and you can you need yep. enough foam in order to offset the weight so that they don't go crashing down and gravity does its job. That's kind yeah, of how, especially if you're not a child uh, but a grown person. Yeah. Um, this foam pit, yeah. this, this foam pit was, uh, according to the reports, <laughs> it was a, about a foot of foam <laughs> and the video, uh, that dropped, uh, featured a, uh, Twitch. I'm going to use her, uh, Twitter name cause I don't know her, uh, Lotch Venice as uh-huh. she, jumped into this pit and was instantly immobilized at the impact. Well, essentially, yeah. She, uh, yeah. Uh, she could move a little, but not much. Yeah, she was, she, she was TK. There was something, something was definitely wrong. She was TK. noticeable. She was TKO'd. Chick was TKO'd straight out. That was a technical knockout. She was TKO'd. And you can see in the video, she's fucked up. Like, that that hit fucked her up. We then come to find out, uh, aside from the fact that this foam pit was only a foot deep. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, the concrete floor below there. Yeah, concrete. Not carpet, by the way. Concrete. Mm -hmm. Straight up concrete. Like, not even, like, Mm -hmm. carpeted bullshit underneath. Just concrete. Holy shit. Uh, she had broken her back in two places, and mm-hmm. according to one of her, according to, wait, was it not, was it two different people? She was had, it, was it An- Adriana Chechik? That yeah, Adriana Chechik, that's her. 
Yeah. Okay. She had a metal rod inserted into her back. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. And I would also like to point out, um, so this happens. Oh, yeah, and someone else uh, dislocated her knee. That might be, that was the Loch, the uh, Miss Loch. Loch of uh, or something, yeah. She dislocated, okay, yeah. my mistake. She dislocated her knee, which isn't much better, which, yep. isn't, which isn't great. It's not, it's not quite as, as bad, but it's still bad. Um, yeah. There is also a follow-up tweet after these injuries where uh, mm-hmm. someone said, the pit is still open, but there's no line at all. You have to sign a waiver to try it. Uh, they had to sign the waiver before as well, I think. To jump into a... Well, after what happened, yeah. So. <laughs> after what happened, yeah, probably. I mean, I think even before... I think, at least I didn't... I haven't read anything about that it happened afterwards, but even then, no matter if it happened before or after, that waiver is likely not worth the paper it's printed on. Uh, According to the article that I pulled uh, from Mm -hmm. uh, NBC News, I'm going to read a portion of it. Uh, Despite reported Mm -hmm. injuries, the exhibit remained open Sunday morning. Staffers... Invited passersby to try the exhibit after they signed waivers, but Uh attendees seemed wary. Cautious attendees flocked to the pit and took photos, but refused to participate. Yeah, I don't fucking blame Uh them. Don't. Yeah. I'm going to go. And, uh, oh, by the way. Just the whole combination of, yeah, here, try it, but here's the waiver. I mean, that alone, even if I didn't know anything about the accident, that alone would make me wary. Wait, that's a foam pit. Why would I need to sign a waiver? What? Yeah, like, like if you're bungee jumping, you're signing a waiver. Yeah, if duh. you if you I jump mean, if you if you parachute reasonable. out of parachute out of a plane, mm-hmm. you're signing a waiver. Yeah, you're signing a waiver. You're having some insurance, whatever. But jumping into for a foam a, pit. Yeah, for, for a foam pit. I I feel like there's some questions you need to answer. Here's the foam pit. Please sign this uh, this life insurance paper. Excuse me. Huh. Okay. So yeah, uh, as as it stands, uh, Twitch has been uh, conveniently very very silent about this entire thing. Uh, have they? Yeah, have I they mean, said? I don't think they've said anything. I think they've still been entirely silent. I don't silent. think so. And I, 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 I'm not blaming them on that because anything they say is yeah, nothing nothing goes well. Kind of pretty much be thrown in their face. So. Yeah, I think silence is the best yeah, in this case. Uh, Everything is going to be behind the scenes. And uh, by the way, I would like you all to take to mind what CD just said. Silence is the way. Mm-hmm. That's going to come back. That's going to come back in another story, ladies and gentlemen. But keep keep that line in mind. I want you all to hold on to that shit. Put that in your pocket. Hold on to it. Because we're going to be coming back to it in a little bit. Y'all going to understand why. I promise it's going to be worth it. The payoff is going to be fucking fantastic. <laughs> I promise. I promise the payoff will be worth it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So, uh, this thing dropped and caused a crater in the computer gaming industry. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it, CD. It's called the RTX 4090. <laughs> this behemoth. Yeah, that, that's one's gonna also cause craters in wallets. All right, so I would like to talk about a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, one, uh, I'd like to point to Jay's Two Cents video about the 4090, where he compared mm -hmm. it to the last like two gener two or three generations of graphics cards, the 3090 mm -hmm. and like the 20 series. It's mm -hmm. huge. Like, like. Absolutely. And the thing about it, and what kills me is the thing about it when you really like look at it, it's like 90, per like mm -hmm. obviously it's like 90% cooler right yeah like when you actually like look at the bottom of it you see where the card stopped the card stops probably about halfway right probably. the card itself is always just for one it's this uh it's not very thick hmm. and it's uh gonna be just a certain length but yeah uh, absolutely the the cooler is always 90 plus percent of a card like that so uh this... yeah in this case it's even 99 percent <laughs> So this card uh, gets dropped, and mm -hmm. I wasn't paying. I hope not on someone. Yeah, I hope, and if it is, I hope you have insurance because you don't fucking need it. Uh, this card <laughs> got dropped, and I noticed on Twitter, mm -hmm. on a uh, Discord community that I'm a part of, mm -hmm. that the thing about this card that apparently drew the most ire was its price, mm -hmm. which I was a little confused by, because like it's a ninety. Like, I don't, yeah. I feel like at that point, complaining about the price of the 90 series of cards always comes off as a little ridiculous to me. Because those aren't, in theory, those aren't for, you know. They're technically not not uh, exclusively gamer cards. They're not even enthusiast gamer cards, technically, because they, they are often used for productivity and uh, multimedia editing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. With the amount of RAM they have and all that. Yeah, they, usually, they are the most powerful, but usually not by that great a margin in comparison to the 80 cards. So the 4090 dropped mm -hmm. at uh sixteen hundred dollars mm -hmm. now everybody the people my closer friends who aren't necessarily computer enthusiasts you know they mm -hmm. they they see the market they see these things come out everyone's mm -hmm. like nvidia's taking the piss uh, i don't really i wouldn't say taking the piss I mean, if you look at the 3090, I think this doesn't come in that much higher than that, right? The 4090 doesn't come in that much higher than the 30 series of its same uh, pedigree. I think it's like $100 more. So I wouldn't call $100 taking the piss, personally. Gotcha. Well, I'll say, I'll say the difference is the current market situation. At the time, in uh, let's see, in 2020, the 3090 was around 1,499. So yeah, that doesn't for America, that's not that much of a difference. No, no. It's the not. problem obviously is that prices, all kinds of prices, are skyrocketing nowadays, and people have a bit of a problem there. And this thing needs power. 
as well. Oh, let's talk about that. If I mm-hmm. if I looked it up properly, I think the forty ninety uh-huh. has like a power requirement somewhere in the ballpark, like four hundred fifty. Is it four hundred fifty yep. watts? It's uh, it's uh, pretty much what the thirty ninety Ti, the previous top card, had as a Four. power requirement, and that's the base the base one. The overclocked models from the cu- the custom models are gonna have higher requirements. Four hundred fifty yep. fucking watts. Jesus uh-huh. fucking Christ! That is. Yep. Okay, so personally, I don't. I was more, like, confused why people I knew mm-hmm. were, like, pitching shit about the 4090. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a 90 series. It doesn't apply mm. to, like... Like, look, are there people who are going to buy this for their gaming rigs? Absolutely. Because there's, yeah, al- there's, 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 there's always going to be a, a handful few. Not of... Not many, but a few. There's always going to be yeah. a handful of fucking psychopaths that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah. that want that shit in their system. But I would be, yeah. I'd be remiss to say that's a common occurrence amongst I mean, um, consumers to spend. 16- were they, hmm? were they specifically complaining just about the forty ninety, or was it also in context with the forty eighty? We'll get to the forty eighty. The mm-hmm. forty eighty okay. was its own conversation, but the forty ninety, oh, okay. the forty ninety started right. this conversation. The forty eighty just mm-hmm. caused confusion. Yeah. So since I preface it by saying uh, the forty ninety, in terms of U.S. price, not big a difference. Where there's the difference is outside of the U.S. Yeah, that's the problem. European prices and everywhere, everywhere outside the U.S. Essentially, uh, especially in Europe, the price is another twenty percent on top of that. So the forty ninety caused, at least in the mm-hmm. circles I'm a part of. And these, a lot of mm-hmm. these people are, they, they're yeah. PC gamers, but they're not like enthusiasts. They're not watching, mm-hmm. you know, tech reviews and yeah. getting some of the deeper dive like I do. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just a big enough nerd to watch a 30 minute uh, fucking breakdown of the card's performance. I'm sorry. I don't got anything better to do with my life. Judge me, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's my hobby. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then the 4080. Uh, yep drops into this conversation yeah which was announced uh, and supposedly it comes out next month uh, but it was announced right at the same event yeah. with the 4090 the 4080 though i mean mm-hmm. is a little odd because um yeah so the 4080 has all right i'm gonna try to explain this and you can help mm-hmm. me you can correct me yeah. when i fuck up the first right. There are two 4080s, okay? Mm-hmm. One yep. with 16 gigabytes, mm-hmm. one with 12 gigabytes. Yep. They are both called 4080s, mm-hmm. but one of them does not have the same chip architecture as the other one. Yeah, it's not the quite the same... Uh... Well, the architecture is the same because they're the 40s, uh, but the problem is they don't have the same amount of shaders and all that. They're, the chip from the 4080 12 gigabyte is significantly weaker. And that has caused people to ask if this is just a slightly, uh, a slightly higher branded 4070 
with yeah. a 4080 moniker attached to it. Yeah, essentially a rebranded 4070 Ti, which they might have uh, called it before, but chose to say, okay, yeah, I think we can uh, get away with it. We're calling this one the 4080-12. Which, yeah, this is where NVIDIA fucked up. Yeah, because why would you do this? Because, again, mm -hmm. it's not like one was called the 4080-TI and one was called the 4080. They were nope. both announced as the 4080 yep the only difference in the name was the 12g and 16g so essentially the memory which yeah no that's not how you do that yeah you don't don't do that why would you do that why would you why would you do that um did they i i mean uh, did now i have seen mm -hmm. certain things did mm -hmm. they double back and fix this naming convention problem? Uh, not yet. Not what yet. they did say was in their announcement uh, on the 14th is that they're unlaunching the 4080 12 gigabyte. They're, say they're not bringing it on the market for now. What they'll do is um, <laughs> unknown so far. Well, we're going to see the 40, sir. We're going to see the 4070, aren't we? We're going <laughs> to. Or it's, it's going to be called 4080 Lite or something like that. <laughs> or what they have called some cards uh, in the past, 4080 MX or yeah, whatever. Yeah, some other It's going to have some addition to the name, but I am relatively sure they're going to keep it uh, the 4080. Yeah, Just some change to the name. Yeah, not the bright, not the brightest idea, Nvidia. Not the nope. Not the brightest. Not, not the brightest idea. You, uh, I, I get Nvidia. Nvidia is in a weird spot, right? Because Nvidia has mm -hmm. competition, but eight, but you know, eight, uh, AMD hasn't done great. Hasn't competed as strongly. They've competed. They've been very, very much improving in that regard. Yeah. The, They're getting better. Their last generation, the RDNA 2, except for ray tracing, have been pretty much on par. Yeah. So, so they've been, uh, they've come up to that level. They've, they're by far not as bad as they've been in that regard. There's no, no canyon wide difference there anymore. Yeah. Mainly so. in the ray tracing department. So it's November is gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be because there we're gonna know what the RDNA three generation of AMD is gonna be like. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see mm -hmm. to see how that's gonna yeah. turn out, especially with uh, AMD getting closer and closer to launching what's it called direct storage or direct the. Uh... Uh, Max, that's Microsoft uh, with that... the Xbox. Mm -hmm. No, the AMD like... direct. Isn't mm -hmm. PC going to eventually have something like that, where it's like the um... right? Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's uh, what Microsoft has with the Xbox currently, and they are bringing that over to PC. Yeah, yeah, they're so. bringing that into win into regular Windows that direct storage. We're gonna see how much that uh, actually does, but I mean, progress is good. Yeah, in pro any case. yeah, competition is great. Progress is even better. Mm -hmm. And if we can get a mixture of the two, 
Yeah. We we Gucci. We straight Gucci mm-hmm. out here. Yeah. I would say the 4090, in terms of power, it does deliver quite a bit of it. Yeah, no. And uh, that's the thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I, I, I feel like... I feel like people that don't know that don't look that kind of stuff up just see the the Uh increased price tag and are just like nobody should like people shouldn't buy this this is a rip like the the actual like benchmarks and statistics that Uh people have fit that people have found with the 4090 it shows a market improvement yep like problem isn't the 4090 so much it really is the 4080 additional in addition to the to the naming thing the price difference is too small i believe oh what's the price difference i'm sorry i didn't what's the, the 40 the 4080 uh let me check well, the uh 1400 the price it's 1400 in... isn't it it's like 200 dollars, isn't it they they really are trying me right now aren't they they try it was me. pretty high because the regular um the regular thirty eighty back when it was uh, back when it launched was for us around eight seven hundred eight hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, and the forty eighty sixteen gigabyte for us it's a thousand five hundred. Oh, so you getting a hundred? What? Then why the fuck would you not just buy the forty nine at that point? <laughs> like shit. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. The oh, difference shit. in comp in uh in the difference in performance, I don't think is gonna be quite that small. No, that no, the performance difference is gonna be noticeable. It's going to be absolutely noticeable. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you're going to have a noticeable performance difference with a minimal price point difference, mm-hmm. then yeah. why bother? It's like it's around that... I think four hundred bucks difference, and the and it's around double the price of the old generation. So yeah, that's um, not a yeah. good look. Not a not a great look. Nope. Nope. Not a not a. Not a great. And the 4080 12 gigabyte was supposed to be around a thousand bucks. Oof. Shit. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, everybody, do you guys remember what I said earlier in the episode? (laughs) Do you guys remember what I said? Remember how I said I was going to loop back around and we was going to get a payoff for what I said? I wasn't kidding with y'all. For what what I said, right? (laughs) We were going to get a payoff. There was going to be a payoff here. And you were all going to benefit from it. Well, you're about to benefit (laughs) from it right now. I'd like to welcome you all to the first episode of Maybe You Should Keep Your Mouth Shut. But this 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 statement only applies to one person. And I'll tell you who that one Mm -hmm. person is. But it will not apply to the first person we talk about. So during this weekend, uh, the day yep. I, during this weekend, um, out of nowhere, I would say I wasn't expecting mm. it. Yeah, I noticed um, there was a uh, a lot of uh, commotion going on about Bayonetta three, something I mm-hmm. hadn't really seen a lot of. 
And there was mm-hmm. a uh, uh, some tweets, some tweet videos from Miss mm-hmm. Helena Taylor. Um, yep. what Who you'd the... know as the voice actor for Bayonetta for the first few days. Yes. Uh, for uh, the first two. What we come to find out is that uh, she that she was no longer voicing Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that show, that's why she was not voicing her anymore. Um, and this was uh, part this was part and parcel because they only they offered her four grand to voice the part uh, for the game after the initial offer was even less than that. Was there? Yeah, yes, right. They offered her True. less, according to the I Nintendo think. Everything article. They had offered mm-hmm. her. Yeah, right. Less. I think. Yeah, yeah. She didn't say how much, but yeah, if I remember right, how she said it in the video. Yeah, that's. It was like she got uh, an offer, then she wrote an email to Platinum Games to Camilla uh, himself, I think, and then she got the offer for the four thousand. Yeah. They offer- so I have no idea what the initial offer was, but that must have been bad. Yeah, they offered her less. She shot back, and then they offered her four grand, and she mm-hmm. was like, "No, absolutely not." So obviously, yeah, this caused a little bit of commotion. There was some commotion mm-hmm. on the internet about this, and it didn't take long before. The uh, subject of today's tagline, maybe <laughs> you should keep your mouth shut, uh, came into full focus. Uh, the the head of Platinum Games, Hideki Kamiya. Uh, mm-hmm. This this man, this man uh, handled this with the grace. And uh, with the silent grace of a sledgehammer. I was going to say with the grace of a scared rhinoceros mm-hmm. in a china factory, but... <laughs> that works, too. That works, too. Um, his initial tweet, because he initially tweeted something, and he, basic, mm-hmm. he basically called it lies. His, yeah, initial, uh, his initial response... Let's just quote. Let's just quote the tweet. Oh, is it there? Fantastic. Quote it. I mean, the Nintendo Everything article still has it. Oh, oh, good. Thank goodness. Sad and deplorable about the attitude of untruth. That's what all I can tell now. By the way, before, beware of my rules. So, <laughs> and of the... course, you had to add that last bit. So, in case you are new and don't know, Hideki <laughs> Kamiya is, he has a reputation on Twitter. Uh, he has, yeah. he, of uh, basically just blocking everyone. But he not... has a rule that he blocks everyone that talks to him in English. Yeah, talks to him in English, asks him questions about upcoming games, mm-hmm. asks him stupid yeah. questions. Uh, basically, he's a decent list of things. Mm-hmm. So, Although actually, I don't know if it's just English or if it's everything besides Japanese. Yeah, I mean, I've only heard it about it being English. I know because English. That's obviously what yeah. many people talk on twitter but i don't know other languages if he does it there as well but it wouldn't surprise me honestly um so (laughs) this happens and mr Uh kamiya ends up getting fucking flooded p 
people yep. are coming at him about this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Actually. yeah, yeah, rightfully so. I don't blame him. And this leads to a cascade effect where mm-hmm. Mr. Kamiya proceeds to block so many people so fast and so often that his account was limited. This only happens when you do something that's so uncharacteristically out of the normal on Twitter. And I'd Mm -hmm. like to remind you, this is Hideki Kamiya. The guy blocks people basically over nothing half the time. So for it to be uncharacteristic for him is already saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when you got to his account, you got the message, yeah, this account has been temporarily restricted. Caution. And then you had to uh, confirm that, and then you could see the account. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was before what happened next. What happened next? Oh. The account. Oh, yeah. Cut. Deleted. Oh yeah, I know. I thought that I thought you knew some other detail I missed. I was like, shit, did I miss did I miss a detail here? (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if something happened in between. Maybe it's uh, the whole thing was happening quite quickly. Oh yeah, no. This this Mm, this this was this was going at like four hundred seventy-two miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And I was barely able to so much as hang on to something. Um Mm -hmm. He, he closed. Yeah, I think people were probably archiving like like motherfuckers. He was he his account was deleted. He deleted his mm. account. Yeah. Um. Which, again, I'd like to remind you all of what I told you. Sometimes it's best to say nothing. Just just don't just don't be on the internet, my dude. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't, yep. just don't do it. Just don't. So. I want to take it back a bit to that uh-huh. $4,000 number, right? Because that has been getting some traction. Uh, uh-huh. $4,000, you know, to an uh-huh. average person, you know. It sounds like a decent amount. Yeah, to an average person. But what we don't know is for how much that uh, would be. Yeah. Uh, for instance, there was a Twitter user... Who pointed out today? I learned the average raid Shadow Legend ad pays over four point one four point one nine k. Platinum slash Nintendo couldn't even offer that to the star of their fucking video game. <laughs> holy, mm-hmm. holy shit! Yep. Holy shit! Where is it? There was yeah. one. There was one about uh wonderful. Oh, here, here, here's another one. Uh. I was paid uh, from scene uh, chiplock. I was paid mm-hmm. approximately two to three k overall because it was based on the total number of hours in the studio, which was higher because of voicing three characters in a single game. I made more mm-hmm. money voicing Spade Dal in Freedom Planet One because that generously mm. gave me sales royalties. Ah, yeah. And to for those people who don't know, Freedom Planet essentially uh, was at the start a Sonic fan game that got made into a complete indie game that stood on its own. And it wasn't exactly a big title, 
it got decent success and it even got a sequel that just recently released uh, and while i do remember the uh voice acting quality the recording and all not being all up to snuff with the first title so that's even uh yeah so the two to three thousand for that uh puts this four thousand number into an even worse light uh uh at far at far from subtle uh i was looking for i was looking for this one this is one i really mm -hmm. wanted to bring up because ah. i saw this in another discord <laughs> good twitter tag yeah i saw this in another <laughs> discord i've been searching for it since we started the fucking show because uh, this is okay this is good you're gonna love this uh -huh. fun fact we got paid more for for our hosting of the wonderful 101 kickstarter 7,000 that she was offered to voice an entire fucking video game. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, what at least seems interesting to me is, the replacement voice actress is oh. Jennifer Hale. Yeah. Yeah. So, you for know one, I think Jennifer Hale is also in a union for voice actors. Right. Uh, right. Probably SAG AFTRA or whatever it's called. And she's been uh, going around and promoting stuff like that, like uh, treating voice actors better and giving them union jobs and all. And. I'm pretty sure she cost them significantly more than those 4,000. There's no way they're paying her 4,000. There is nope. no there is I will I will sh I will She would laugh in their faces if they uh if they offered her that. 4,000. You know what? You know what someone brought up a really really good point. Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt's limp dick fucking Mario impression he's doing for this Mario movie that he's voicing for this Mario movie. Mm -hmm. He's probably making millions. He's he's probably making a decent amount. Yeah. More than I'm not sure about millions, but probably yeah, potentially. More than four thousand. No, more than four thousand no, dollars. Def definitely <laughs> a significantly <laughs> more. more than 4, significantly <laughs> more, more, yeah. Than, more than four thousand, more than four thousand mm -hmm. dollars. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on how his performance is gonna be. We haven't really seen Yeah, much we of don't. It. Obviously it's not gonna it's uh it doesn't sound as good as uh, as Bowser. <laughs> yeah. But then again, that's a really uh, that's a really high bar to climb in this because I mean, look at who's voicing Bowser. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a really that's a bar you're gonna have to really climb. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this story is. Mm -hmm. It's something. It's something special, man. I just. I don't get the opportunity to 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 live through something this ridiculous. Platinum Games is really not really not putting in good uh, PR uh, work these days. Yeah, it's not even like it's not just even like PR 
right? They're getting on the shit list of so many people. Like, and deservedly so. Like, did they not think... First, this, Babylon's fall. Did they not think this was going to come out? Is that what they thought? They thought she was just going to keep her fucking mouth shut? Like... Like the probably the... because NDAs are a thing and voice actors have a big enough uh, have a large enough issue with uh, getting their getting jobs and all, so that in their mind that probably was a decent enough de detractor, or at least uh, no, a decent enough uh, hindrance to an obstacle for her to voice that. So they probably thought they were safe. Yeah, and on top of that, like, like people would have bought Bayonetta three, heard the voice uh -huh. voicing Bayonetta, and been like, "Huh, that sounds different." I, mean, I think that was already known that uh, Jennifer Hale is voicing. Oh, her. was I it already? Was it already known? We've had the trailers. We've had yeah. trailers already with her. So, yeah, oh. her voice was pretty close to what it was before. I think, but I think it was known. That it was a different voice. I think. They offered her less than that. Yeah. They're, less than 4,000. I don't even want to know how much. Dude. Bro, listen. That must, that must have been a, okay, we don't want you as the voice, but we're going to have to give you an offer that you're definitely not going to take. Yeah, it's... We have it to. It must have been something like that. They must have already decided. Yeah, no, we're not gonna take her. We want someone else. We want. Yeah, we want somebody else. We're just gonna make you an offer that you, there's no fucking way that you cannot not refuse. <laughs> right, an offer so astoundingly yeah. insulting that mm -hmm. you're just bound to turn it down. Yep. Which, honestly. They offered her less than a four thousand for the first offer. I'm surprised she even wasted her fucking time emailing them back. I would have sent. I would have sent yeah. them a picture of me with my middle fingers, my middle finger up, and moved on. I wouldn't have even like tried to negotiate at that point because the, the potentially first, the first oh, no because if you go insult me that badly with your first offer, just dead ass. I, I think I think it was just the uh, the passion behind the whole thing that. Uh caused her to try to get him to because I mean she was she probably had been in contact with fans and being passionate about the role and all that so that's obviously gonna it was probably more a this can't be right this yeah, this has this... to be a mistake yeah there's this, there's this, no what what there's no way they're there's no way they're offering yeah. me this little for this job and then they offer her just yeah. a little bit more. She's like, "Oh, okay. I guess. I guess we are just." So this wasn't a mistake. This is just an insult. Okay, thanks. And I, I've also seen a decent amount of uh, people conflate like Nintendo mm -hmm. with this. Is this this was purely it's a, a platinum? This because like a lot of people are like, "Well, Nintendo." I mean, Nintendo are publishing it. Yeah, Nintendo's funding it, right? So. Or, yeah, partly. So I mean, yeah, Nintendo is the publisher. It's an uh, it's a Switch exclusive thing. Bayonetta wouldn't even be a thing anymore if not for Nintendo. So yeah, their involvement is probably quite decent. And I I am not quite sure who was who was the one that originally I... made the offer. Maybe it it might have been Nintendo if. They did the whole uh, 
the whole localization part given, for given, Platinum. Given how long this game has been in potentially development hell, because mm-hmm. I, I, would... I don't know it were, if it was development hell necessarily. Development purgatory. How about that? I, I won't. I May, won't throw it. I won't throw maybe. it. Maybe we it. don't. We don't exactly know when they started developing it. Because Platinum did have some other things on their plate. Yeah. See, I assumed like development was Babylon's Fall. I assumed it was in development when we saw that very first teaser all those years ago. Because I would assume if you're showing uh, a teaser or a trailer or something all those years ago, I assume you're you're either starting development or you're in development. Because at that point, why are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why talk about it then if you're not even developing it? Like, yeah, that was 2017, which so that wouldn't. It's one thing. It's one thing. It's one thing if you're showing. It's one thing if it's not like a trailer and you just show some like concept art. Like, okay, fine. You're just showing. I mean, concept that, art. So I mean, at that time they only showed the logo essentially. They didn't show any gameplay at all. Yeah, so, we only saw gameplay in uh, 2021, so I, I think. Jesus Christ. So yeah, that that's this entire thing is ridiculous, because mm-hmm. not to because all this does now is all all that they've managed to do is put voice actors in this weird spot where it's like company they're just encouraging companies to only hire the big names which doesn't even make sense because you could have paid her well and probably also undercut what you have to pay someone who works in a union you could have still paid her well you didn't have to fucking offer her fucking pennies I i don't understand what the benefit here is like if you didn't want her back fine don't want her back but like to insult somebody like that and give them a BS offer that's obviously you just taking the piss. Like, I don't see the point. And yep. like, and then you hire someone who obviously is going to cost you way more. You're paying more. Yep. way more. Way so more. Way so this more was obviously not about name. the money. Yeah. Yeah, yep. this obviously was never about the money. This was... Because at that point, it makes no sense. This entire yeah. thing actually looks like a fucking clown show. Like, mm-hmm. I, yes. I'll be honest. Someone said, yeah, we want the name I, recognition of that other actor. So, yeah. But that that does seem to be kind of a problem, though. Because we are we do see a lot in the, in the gaming industry where, like, the same, like, four, five, six different voice actors mm-hmm. keep ending up. Yeah. Roles. I mean, it keeps it keeps happening. Troy it's Baker. Not, not really um, who was it? Yuri Loventhal. Uh, yeah, like to name those. And we keep yeah, seeing Hale has quite a few. We yeah. keep mm-hmm. seeing these same people end up on voice on voice roles and like almost all the big name games, and they consistently keep getting these parts because people want the name mm-hmm. recognition. But I, I don't I don't get it. Like you don't want to pay other voice actors well, but you're gonna pay these you want the name recognition of these big dudes, so you're gonna pay them easily four, five, six times. 
Like they're, if they're Pretty in like, a union, you're paying the market. You're paying the market. You're paying them exactly. Uh-huh. You're paying them what the union deems they're worth. And trust me, you're gonna pay out yep. to have uh-huh. them. To have them, they're gonna have contracts. They got people on their side fighting for them. You're not getting these people on some BS fucking contract. These people are going to get what yep. they are worth. They're going to get paid, and they're going to get what they've earned. But mm-hmm. all this does is fuck up the industry now, because now it's like, you know, we don't want smaller name people. We want the people who are going to bring our game, you know, more sales, which is ridiculous to me, because I feel like Bayonetta would have done well <laughs> without yeah. the bigger. Yep. I don't really feel like you needed it. I don't feel like that was necessary, but yep. apparently it was. Wasn't. Apparently they needed to have it. Uh, but Mr. Kamiya. If I may speak to you directly, um, I don't speak Japanese, so you're just going to have to try to translate what the fuck I'm going to tell you. Uh, (laughs) Next time, when you have the urge to open your mouth on the internet, when you feel the desire to try to damage control, try to spin, Don't. don't. (laughs) fucking don't don't just keep your mouth shut like don't don't say anything like log off of twitter go work on whatever you need to be working on that day and come back in a couple of weeks and hope that your media team can spin this shit out because you didn't you just made things way worse. You made yourself you made yourself somehow look worse, which is surprising considering the fact that you've never really looked good to people. People have never really thought of you very very well for how you act. So congratulations, Mr. Kamiya. You've Jump well you've done. learned. <laughs> yeah. You've learned, eh. Mr. Kamiya, that the the more you fuck around. <laughs> the more you will, the more you will indeed find out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's proportional, sir. You fucked around at a at an interval of ten, and guess what, fucker? You found out <laughs> at a proportional interval yeah. of ten. Go Was it worth it? Go I hope so. Here and then yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very proportional. That uh, that has held true. I Direct would say. line. That has held very, very true. What time? Well, how much time do I got left? It's, I okay. It's uh, hour five, mm-hmm. hour and five. Uh, was well, there anything that I that I want to mention before I end this show today, or do I want to just be a a good showrunner and just <laughs> call the show over? I might just call the show over. Because I'm kind of tired of talking about mm. Activision Blizzard at this point. And yeah, it's just the day ending and why in that show. regard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really. Same if you want to hear, if there. you want to hear talk about Activision, Activision Blizzard, go on and check out our our show we did with Rapid the Rapid Review uh, team <laughs> that we did with them last week. You'll learn all uh-huh. kinds of stuff about it. It's a pretty interesting by the way but yeah i think that's it i don't got much else to say i think i've covered uh all the things i find to be interesting 
Um, unless you have uh, something that has caught your eye, um, I think I, I think I, I think I can consider it a wrap. Uh, yeah, this week has been well. Can, besides can... that, not that many trash fires. <laughs> besides the things we've talked no. about, so yeah. I think we can uh, take uh, a note from our own uh, from our own uh, recommendation and just not say anything Shut more. The fuck up! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Yeah. Good job, good job, Mister Camille. You've you've really brought uh, you've really brought that to light now. Thank you. As always, everybody. Uh, you can find our lovely show on a variety of streaming platforms such as Google, Apple, and even Spotify every single Sunday on both those platforms and on YouTube at Turnbased Cynics. And as always, you can also find us on social media uh, at Cold Death and at Rezabasso every single week where we... Uh, taken the internet and sometimes i go off on tangents that uh well <laughs> you have to read to believe <laughs> you have to read to believe because if you read some of the tangents i go off on you if you think if you think oh man what's wrong with him <laughs> how do you think people who know me feel <laughs> <laughs> oh dear as always everybody the show is up every single sunday lest i have to consume a shoe and i don't want to do that please don't make me do that and as always you can also find myself on youtube at Rezabasso, where i dedicate my life to beating completing and sometimes low-key hating rpgs it's what i do i'm good at it sad to say <sighs> and I think uh, I think I'm gonna take a, a note from the book this week. Everybody have a fantastic week. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs>